See, if everyone is on the same path, the view never changes. You want to always be the most authentic version of yourself. I don't knock anybody that's working a nine to five job, but it's that employee mindset that I got a problem with. It's that mindset that makes you bury your gift, that makes you bury your call. Because I took your words, I took your energy, and I use it as protein. The very thing that you thought would tear me down or break me, it couldn't. If your why is greater than your naysayers, then you're going to persevere, you're going to push through, you're going to win. Your winning is the only response people need to hear. All you got to do is just win. I know some of y'all in relationships right now with your significant other and with your wife and you feel like something's missing. You got 24 hours to go to your significant other. I need you to say, how can I be a better provider? It's the male's perspective. Live. Love. Legacy. Let's get this work. Yo, what's going on? This is your man, Words Taylor, back for another week with the male's perspective where we're teaching married men how to build an intentional legacy. And, yo, we're back to four-part harmony. I got my brothers with me. All right, we got policies and procedures in the building. Paran Hazlett in the building. Four's up. Four-part harmony. All right, we got sexual chocolate in the building with the ambiance in the background. The bald head is the brother with the bald head. It's Sean Hart in the building. And then, of course... Um, every podcast needs their sex symbol, right? Um, so we're going to start doing some podcasts where Rashard um, actually takes off his shirt. So, ladies, be prepared for that. Uh, let's go. We got Rashard ducking in the They got a big, they got a, they got a, that's a, that's a premium subscription for that podcast. Oh, you got to subscribe for that. <laughs> yo, yo, how y'all feeling, fellas? I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this. Uh, this topic we're about to dig into as well. So let's go. Yeah. For, the, for those that are watching, go ahead and share this out. Um, we definitely want other married couples to to start digging in with us on this new series that we're dropping um, called Feeling Like um, Your Roommates with Your Spouse, right? Feeling like you're just being roommates. It's like, yo, let's start to dig into that. All right. Uh, so how y'all feeling? And then let's let's rock. I'm feeling good, bro. I'm feeling good, man. Real good, bro. It's Friday. It's Friday. This was a real productive week, man. I brought my C out, man. You'd have been happy, bro. I brought my C out. I was focused. I laser focused. Got some stuff done. Feel real good, man. Yeah, yeah. I see you, bro. <laughs> I see you, man. I feel I feel good too, man. Um, similar, bro. It's Friday. Uh, man, the the holidays are amongst us. Uh, so. You know, it's family time, bro. So I always look forward to this time of the year. And so I'm excited as well, man. Yo, have y'all um y'all bought any gifts yet? Y'all bought gifts yet? Yeah, been done. Hey, my oh, wife word? bought gifts. Yeah, been done. Done done. Right. Bro, we haven't bought anything. No, we don't normally we don't normally do it. It's, uh, it was her birthday, so we took it off. We took her I took on an actual shopping spree last night, actually. And then I let her get for each member of the family. And so we kicked it off. I'm gonna take another kid, let them get three gifts. Each. So we we did start. Usually we don't we do that at the last minute. You know what I'm saying? But we're gonna actually do some things different this year as well. We're gonna spend less on our family. We're gonna actually find some other families to be a blessing to this year. That's yeah, plan. yeah, That's for, sure. for sure. I love it. Shakita, what up? Appreciate you joining us. Now I love that we haven't bought anything yet. Um, so we we do have a tree up, that's key, and 
And my son, who was nine months, has just been tearing that thing up. So it started off looking like, oh, man, we got a beautiful tree. And now it's slumped over because he keeps pulling on it and all that. It's it's just real out here. You know so, what? I, I bought me. I'm, I'm actually shout out to your son, though, because with him doing that, hopefully the tree isn't up in March like it was <laughs> last year. <laughs> hey, yo, let me tell you what I did, though. I listen, the tree was still up in March. I got so tired of it. I took the whole tree while it was still up with all the stuff on it, and I just put it in the garage. So, so this year, only thing I had to do was pull the tree out the garage, and we put the little ornaments on that joint, and bang, it was 10 minutes. 10 minutes it took us to <laughs> I was like, yo, I might do this every year. Stop playing with me right now. Yo, yo, I I'm uh I bought me my fifth carton of nog. I know y'all don't some of y'all don't like it, but I I, I love yo, it. We've been we've been crushing it, man. But my wife got me on keto right now, so I bought this uh this new one, but I can't eat it to Christmas Day. I can't wait. But yeah, bro. That nog, that nog will have <laughs> nog will have your 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 hips autonomous <laughs> status. You feel me? It, it'll cause your thighs to spread. So <laughs> caution. Like, don't do that nog, but that nog will have you spreading out here. Okay. That's real. That's real. So yo, let, let's chop it up. So we, we're talking about um you're feeling like you're just roommates with your spouse. Um, let's start even just sharing our own personal experiences with this feeling. I know there, there are other people that may chime in and we want you all as listeners to chime in as well. Um, can you relate to that feeling where you are in a season and you may be in that season now where um, when I'm saying roommate, I get that we're roommates period because we're living together, but I'm saying, uh, roommates are when I was in college, it was like, yo, you do your thing. I'm gonna do my thing. I get that. We got to share space together, but that don't mean I have to necessarily interact with you. That don't mean I have to like what you like. That don't mean I have to compromise and all of those things. Um, so, you know, y'all know what I mean by you feeling like a roommate. All right. Share that experience for you. What was that season like? And then how do we come out of a season like that? Well, first of all, let me just jump it off and say that every couple, will experience that. Yeah. Right? Anybody. So let, let's let the record reflect that. So even if you are in that season right now, it's okay. You can come out of it. Right. And so, and anybody that tells you they never experienced that, don't take any more counsel from them because they ain't being out. <laughs> like that you, you can't, because I mean, when you think about it, when you are roommates with someone, you know, uh, an actual roommate with somebody, it's more like a, it's a business relationship. Like we're here to, to split the bills like, and that's what it is. And sometimes in a marriage, yes, my wife and I, we went through that. In fact, I remember her actually saying that, like, yo, I feel like we kind of roommates. And I said, what do you mean by that? And this is when I had the wrong perspective as far as when I just had my mind on my money and my money on my mind. You know? yeah, yeah. So I wasn't thinking about connecting with her. I wasn't thinking about like my only mission. So we would literally work all day, very little contact, very little intimacy, very little quality time. And there'll be times, bro, I'll pass out on the couch. Yeah. I'll sleep yeah. on the couch. She's sleeping upstairs. And then once you kind of get, if you if you get used to that, you'll fall, you'll fall, I'll be like, okay, two, three nights out the, out the week. That's what I'm doing. And we did slip into that. And that was yeah. probably when we had the most 
tension in our relationship as well. And we had that happen because we did not, I'm gonna just take responsibility for, for myself. I didn't have my priorities in place, which led to that. Right. And I, and that's the, that's the question. It's like, how do we even get to that place in the first place? Um, and I think mine was, was very similar. There was a season where uh, my wife was working the nine, her nine to five at the time. And she was going through a lot of things at the job. I'm also dealing with some stresses and I'm also, you know, working two jobs and, and trying to just help us maintain. And it's just, we passing. And then that goes back into the series we just got up, got out of. It's like that resentment builds up. And, and what happens is you get used to not dealing with certain things together. Yep. And I feel like you get used to like, I'm going through this on my own. And that, you know, that, that kind of comes up and uh, she has said something um, because at her job, it was real. It was some stuff that she was going through. She was like, I, I'm doing this on my own and I don't have any support. And you know, for me, that's a trigger word for me. Like no support, right? The fudge is going on here. No support. Like you want, you understand what I'm doing for you. And, and it was like, your voiceovers are amazing. Oh yeah, bro. We got, you know, you got to take the voice there. But, but for me, it was like, um, I heard you never support me. That's what I heard. I had made that in my head. But what she was saying in this instance, I'm taking this on by I feel like I'm taking it on by myself. You got doing these other things and you ain't even you didn't even you're not even checking in with me. Right. To see like how you know, I, I remember you talking about the job thing. How did that how did that go? How did that play out? You just doing your own thing. And so she stopped feeling like I was catering to her needs as well, which in my head, though. My goal is I, I'm trying to get you out the job, which today you are, but I'm like, I'm trying to get I'm trying to make sure you don't have to go there. But there's still some needs that weren't getting catered to. And then at, at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's like now we just walking past each other. We're not talking, we sleeping in the same bed, but it's it is and here's the thing: I can't even explain this. It was like there was no there's no fight that led up to it. Mm-hmm. There's no Anger that necessarily leads up to it. Oh, it just, so you were sleeping in the same bed, but there wasn't like no touching, no. Yeah, none it was, of that. It, that. This is just where I lay. Like I did my stuff all day. You yes. did stuff all day. You happen to go to bed earlier than I did, so I'm at least you know be courteous and not turn the lights on. I'm just kind of easing to the bed. Yeah. How did we wake up? Run that yeah. place. Yeah. We're in that same place, and we're still kind of going through the motion, talking to, to each other while well, I cook breakfast. I'll still say, "All right, love you, have a good day." It's like co-parenting, right? Yeah, you just right, but there's nothing there that says I'm mad at you. I'm not talking to you right now. I'm not messing with you. It's just a how do we get here in this space? Yeah. Now that's what we need to uncover. Like, how does that one even get there? Well, yeah, right, yeah. the reason why there's no conflict too is because there's you're you're distracted with parenting and everything, and so it's not like so we're still vibing on that. But but it, but your wife will. I remember my wife did hit that wall to where it's like okay, like I can't I can't just sit out here dried up like this like too much longer. We gotta address this, and usually by the time that part of the relationship, the marriage is addressed by that point, it's an explosion by then. Yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. and I. 
I think, man, um, you know, like Shar said, you know, this is this, this, this is something that actually happens uh, in every marriage. You know, whether it's intentional or unintentional, it's going to happen. These are the ebb and flows of marriage. There's there's a lot of things like, you know, going back to what you were saying, words. there's a lot of things that can actually get us to that point. I mean, yeah. kids. Right. It could be the job. It could be, um, you know, just being on different schedules. You know what I'm saying? That could actually start to lead up into the fact that you now, you know, all this stuff starting to compound and you yeah. get to a point where unintentionally, you know what I'm saying? You are now becoming roommates. And like you said, going through the ebb and flows of the job. You know, yeah. I, I remember a specific time and, and I, we've gone through this many occasions, but there was a specific time my wife and I, we like you said, we weren't arguing, we weren't fighting. We were actually in a good place and we decided that we were going to grind for a particular goal. Yeah in mind. Right. And so, uh, she wasn't, she, this, she was my fiance at the time. And this was probably about what, about eight years ago, seven years ago. And, um, she was working a, a, um, uh, a paper route in addition to her full-time job. Nah, bro. <laughs> and so my wife, right. Was going to bed at eight o'clock, waking up at one in the morning, doing a paper route for three hours, coming back, sleeping for three hours, and then going to work her full-time job for another eight hours. Hmm. Right. And we got to the point where, you know, because I didn't want to bother her in her sleep, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would just kind of just tiptoeing around her. Not yeah. really. When, when she was tired, I was kind of giving her space. I didn't want to interact with her in a bed. Like you said, and there was, and to the, I got to the point where because I didn't want to wake her when I was time for me to go to bed, I started sleeping on the couch. Right. Mm. And, you, know, <laughs> you know, we three, we four weeks into this thing. We haven't touched each other. We haven't had any meaningful conversations, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know what I'm saying? And because, you know, she was my fiance at the time, my eyes start kind of going in other directions. So now these are unintended consequences that happens, you know what I'm saying? This from is crazy. Roommates with your wife, man. And oh, so, bro, you know, that is, that's crazy how that setup happens. That Yeah, that's good. That's good. So there's no, so it just creeps up on you. There's no, it's not like we made an agreement that we about to be roommates. Like, right. What I'm hearing everybody say is it starts off as even something innocent. Let me just be respectful to what she's doing real quick. Or vice in, in some cases now we can't. Yeah. But, right. go ahead. Right. Yeah. but I'm listening to Iran's situation. Cause I remember even in, in mine, it kind of started off a little innocent like that as well. But then that thing, you start to get comfortable with that separation. You kind of get comfortable in your space she starts to get comfortable in her space, and then before you know it, that thing got legs and arms on it now. Yeah, because yeah. the way the way my wife is set up, you give her too much of a long time, and and she starts to feel like, hold on, uh, I'm I'm alone. <laughs> like she starts to be like, well, shoot, I could just do this, then. Yeah, so <laughs> let me just go ahead, though, Sean. No, what, what I was gonna say, man, you know. Um, you know, what you guys are saying is absolutely correct, but I, I want to speak to to mine is where I knew where I had a um, where I brought that division into my marriage without even my wife even knowing that roommate aspect. And, and that was definitely during the season and the time when I was struggling with pornography. Mm. That's good. Right. You mean yeah. struggling with pornography. So that automatically is like. I don't desire her as much. Why? Because mm -hmm. I'm being fulfilled in these areas. Yeah. And she's, and she's wondering like, yo, where is the intimacy? Where is that? Well, yeah. 
I was over here focused on these areas, and I'm just keeping it 100, man. Like you, you, you guys know, bro. Like there's no way. Like I'm, I don't do what I do just to talk, right? Like if we're gonna make impact, bro, it's about impact. So there are many people that are distracted, not by that, right? But you distracted by something that you're making more of a priority to yeah. where your spouse is feeling neglected or your spouse is not receiving what they need to keep the fire in your marriage. And I know that that was a challenge or something in my life that I caused us to feel like roommates in the season. And I was straight, right? But I know she felt more like a roommate. To right, me. right, right. And then not, not only that, uh, Sean, but just getting to that place where we ourselves... Um, we start going into the to this thing where I even have a problem with you and I'm just not discussing it. So right. that creates that disconnect. So now you don't even know why I'm not talking to you, why I'm not holding you, why I'm not doing any any of these things, and I'm just holding it in. You know what's crazy about that is that uh and I think we all just genuinely want this. This is the, uh, about human period, especially the person that we that says, you know, I love you. I literally want you to just read my mind. Yep. I, I want you to be like to notice my behavior. This is real. Uh, we all get to this point at some point. Where I want you to see my behavior and then come to me and say, hey, what's wrong? So I can say nothing. Nothing. And then you ask me again. No, something's wrong. I was, no, nothing's wrong. I'm good. Yep. Or whatever. So you can now pry it out of me. Look, I want you to ask and I want to be able to tell you but then I want you to also pry it out of me. That is the craziest thing ever. Yeah, as, my as son a, just did that to me last night, bro. My son did that last night. Tears yeah. all in his eyes. I'm like, what's wrong? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But talking about even that is because the world is like shut us out from being vulnerable and expressing ourselves. Right. I, I am one where, you know, if I'm feeling some type of way, I'm going to express that. I'm, I'm definitely going to be vocal in that. Um, but there are times where like, I may not be as vocal because I want you to read my mind. Yep. Like, notice my behavior. Notice that I did. I just gave a short answer. No, like notice these things about me. And I think low key, that's just the way where I'm one of the that's it's almost validating as well to just be like, oh, you did know. See, you do love me. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I, I think about that, like, as I'm hearing now, like I may tie that back into a relationship with um, my mother and and feeling like that that she did not ever she never got a chance to notice those things so or it never called to like check on and see how you're doing and things like that and it's like I want that you know I want you to be like yo are you good and then let me say no a couple times yep and then I'll come out with all right we'll see okay you know and I actually that's actually validating the fact that you just won't let me not be good. And you're willing to dig into it. When yep. we become roommates is because, you know, we got to look at the two things, right? We got to look at one. I have an issue and I'm, I'm not willing to to just come out and say it, which I should, which is healthy. All right. And then the other thing is, you know, I'm not good, but you don't you don't dip into it enough. You're like, well, you got to deal with this on your own. And then when you come out with it, then we'll talk. So yep. then we both are left in this space of disconnect discomfort now we're both knowing what the other should do or what we should what we both should do but we don't do it well you know what's crazy too is it is there a verse two in the bible that possible brooks what up 
Yeah, for sure. Is there a verse in the Bible that talks about how we're not supposed to, I know we're not supposed to let the sun go down, but not putting stuff off that we're supposed to take care of today. Like don't put it off to tomorrow. Is there some type yep. of verse like yep. that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because the whole time you're talking, I'm thinking about, you know, I agree with what you're saying hundred percent and real quick and shout out to all the guests. I see y'all typing in the chat, y'all vibing right quick. See Patrice was like just being tired. I see what Tyrus is saying and appreciate you on here as well. Pastor Brooks, y'all give us some feedback in the chat. If you experienced it, tell us about your situation so we can weigh in on it. But yes, words, you're, 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 you guys are all right. Like we start off, we do want people to read our minds. And I remember when we were in that roommate season, I remember even thinking to myself, you know what? I should probably just go check in and talk to my wife. Yeah. And I would put it off until tomorrow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then, you know what? Next day would come. You know what? Hey, I should probably, she going to end up snapping. Like, let me, let me. And I even noticed that in that moment, my wife was a little bit more edgier. Yeah. Didn't snap that more. <laughs> I know what you on my head more. Wait, you, wait, you, 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 you like, you yelling about this. And the kids looking at you like you the culprit, daddy. And the thing oh, is, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? It's gotta be because we on this roommate vibe right now. Like I ain't yeah. like we ain't been dealing with certain things, and then yeah. and I've been putting stuff off. And I remember like consistently thinking about, you know what, I probably just need to go ahead and just make this right. Let me go ahead and deal with this. Let's talk about this stuff. But then I'm like, man, I'm tired. I've worked all day. I just feel like chilling. I don't even want to crack that thing open right now because that's yeah. a two-hour minimal. Like open this, this ain't two to three hour minimum. Yeah, you are my wife, bro. My wife be like, Yanni, oh, this I know with him. This is at least this is a two hour minimum conversation. We can't even It's like a sixty minute minimal when you do confront it. So days out of this, so this is three hour minimum now. And I'm like, I don't even feel like committing to this because it's one o'clock now. Yeah, bro, that's some funny stuff. And but here's the thing. When we have the like, I'm th this is this is me. Like, I am willing to, I want to have the conversation because how I relax is when we're connected. Yeah, like, my yeah. my relaxation is is connected to our connection. And when when we get to that point where we're not, like, again, like right before here, um, wife and I had a, an intense fellowship that we were like, this was this morning we were having these hard conversations and stuff like that um and then we kind of just you know came to some resolution you know before we got on the call um things like that but that was important for me like i was i was prepared like you know if i gotta miss the podcast i'll do it you know because what's more important to me is the connection with my wife above these task oriented things or these external things right yeah. i'll have that three hour conversation that was there was one time when we were supposed to have dinner uh, at a friend's house. We got there at 6.55, and I'm like, hold on. We we just had a little intense joint. I cannot go in here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we got we got to post up. We're going to have to have a conversation before we before we go yeah. in. And so they were, we were at the house, and they saw us, and they were like, are y'all coming in? Yeah, we're just having a conversation hey, right hey, now. That's something funny, especially because – we're all very close. And I remember, I remember an intense fellowship words had once with his wife. It was my wife's surprise birthday party. So they had a they had an intense one. And it's not like when you know the homie is in that mud, and now we all out in public. So we gotta just still 
<laughs> you got yep. in that joint. That's what yeah. makes it really hard too. Bruh, people know when I'm not right. And that's why I can't go in public yep. like that. Yep. Because I literally everywhere I go, the I, my energy is is this every time. Yep. It's always right. my energy. Right. So now if I'm not here, if I'm not myself, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get irritated because people are look, people are doing what I want them to do. Like, right? They're like, Are you good? Are you good? Yes, I'm good. Stop asking me, am I good? Like, you know what I'm saying? Now I gotta hit hear all of these questions of are you good? Is there something wrong? What's wrong with what's wrong with Rob? What's wrong with this? And I'm like, man, yo, yo. That's no Patrice. Uh, Patrice said her and her husband take the time to uh, just do some stuff together, even if it's just cooking, watching the show together. That's important, right? Yeah. It's important to be like there's like last night, my my wife and I, we watch we like the uh, show Life uh, for Life or whatever the case. Don't talk about it. We got uh, I'm not going to talk about it. No, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. But uh, but, you know, there was some shows before it that I'm not interested in. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Grey's Anatomy and all that type of stuff, but mm. you guys knew what type of week, you know, I had. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to watch you know, these shows where even though I'm not feeling it and not big on it, because those are those are moments, man, where we could just sit down and just reconnect. You know what yeah. I mean? Reconnect and being in each other's presence. So, yeah, Patrice, I, I see that and it's definitely necessary. It's something I do as well. Yo, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I, you know, I remember college roommates, man, right, where, you know, we could we could literally come in, come out. We don't really care what the other person's doing. But if you have multiple days of that uh, and you're not connecting with your with your roommates, something in you might say, man, something's wrong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Something's not right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So we all innately had that ability to really decipher what if something's good or something's not going well. And so if you are in your marriage. And you get to a point where you're starting to, you know, feel it and you're not doing nothing about it. You know, again, that, that to me, that that's an intentional um, that's an intentional behavior because, choice. Um, yeah, yeah. you know, you and you know that you in that you in that um, that roommate mode. And and so, you know, connect like identify doing things with your spouse and being able to connect with them, you know, no matter what bro, is 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 very important. This is how we stay out of that, you know, stay out of that that roommate mode. Um, you know, similar to you, Sean, like me and my wife, we make sure now that we have at least one show that we're watching together. You know, yeah. I, I might not, I might, you know, it, it's one, you know, we might end it with, we quickly find another one because we understand like, listen, that connection, being able to, 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 to find something when nothing else has actually happened, happening around us is very, very important. You know, I know, you know, Shard, uh, and words, and I know you as well, Sean. You guys, all, you guys actually work with your wife, so you have, you know, that connection. You know, I, I don't really have that connection with my wife, so we always got to fight and find new things that we can uh, enjoy together, so that way we stay connected, we stay out of that roommate mode because it's simple, it's easy, especially now that we have a toddler. I mean, a, an infant in this house, she's constantly given to that infant. That that infant's constantly needing her attention, so it'd be easy for us. For her to go nurse the baby and I can come down here and find some work or something to get into. Like we could easily become yeah. roommates, you yeah. know, real quickly, you know, yeah. but the fact that now we found something else that we can bond with now that, 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 uh, helps create, you know, that connection. We continue to form that bond and we continue to grow in our relationship. Yo, yeah. and yeah. It, because you mentioned the fact that we all work with our wives, but I think that actually sets it up 
to make it, I think you're at a higher risk of becoming roommates when you do work with your wife. Don't because I, I actually mistake the fact I thought that yo, we work together, we grinding together, so like we connected. Like that's my type of connect. I like that connection because we making money. <laughs> yeah. We're connecting on that work level, but we ain't connecting on that intimacy level though. Yeah. That's a whole nother so that's a whole nother lane. So you got that work relationship, then you have you guys as a married as a married couple. You got that union and you have to make deposits into that. That's why I thought that, okay, since we working together, we good. You feel me? But at the end of the day, you know, when you do fall into that roommate status, like don't, I even bought into the fact, I thought that time would trump the execution that I needed to make also. Mm-hmm. Like, cause sometimes you think time is just, you know what, hey, just, a, just give it a little time. You know what I'm saying? Time and just take care of this. Listen, time will not take care of it. You got to have execution. You got to be very intentional with confronting the situation, addressing the situation and talking about it. And that was something that I kind of fell into, not realizing, just thinking sometimes we just think, yo, time and just go ahead and take care of it. Just magically, you know, we'll just just bring yeah. it all back together. So I don't want anybody to fall to fall into that as well. And that goes back to what Sammy said earlier. He posted, it said he has a habit of taking his wife for granted. And let me tell you something, man. You preaching to the choir, bro. Because my wife make a lot of stuff look super simple and easy, whatever the case. And I'm like, yo, like, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, move, you know, but not really taking it. You know, I, I, I know that I have taken her skill set for granted and not just even acknowledging like yo i appreciate that it's just like that regular old thank you and keeping it moving instead of like really um you know acknowledging it like knowing her love language or whatever the case so sammy i i definitely um know what you talk about man of taking your spouse for for granted where that can easily set up the place to where you become uh you go from lovers to roommates man absolutely That's that self-centeredness, man. I, I always say this, man, like self-centeredness is the number one cause of all conflict. It always boils down to us being selfish, us, you know, giving our flesh what it wants sometimes. And so, Sammy, what you express, Sean, you show love on that. Like we've all been there to where we take our significant other for granted because we're being selfish. We're thinking about ourselves we're putting our needs before theirs and you let that you let that compound and you stay consistent with being selfish. And yes, you will have a roommate situation and it will go from being roommates to where you will, there will be an eviction that takes place. After that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then I like uh, what uh, Apostle Andre said where he talks about, man, I don't like to show The Bachelor, but I watch it because it's time with my wife and, and she also watched football with me. Um, so, you know, I find myself. Listen. I do not like the little ratchet joints, the housewives. I just do not like those shows. But what I do is on Instagram, when I see a little something, I may stop and watch it and all of those things. So I can, when wifey's bringing up those conversations, I can't be like, oh, yeah, because, you know, Tori, what's my man named Tori Lanes? I don't know is who's that, on it. Is it? He shot, that's, that's on he you. shot the girl in the foot. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, because you've been using that one for a little bit. No, it's <laughs> different, ain't it? This is Tori. Okay, well, whatever his name is. Okay, all right. So I can tell you about Dr. Gray. I don't even know what you're talking about. So look, <laughs> Tori Lanes. Um, uh, it, he's now on 
Clubhouse, which is a new app, right? It's a new app, audio app. And so now I went into the room. Tori, this dude named uh, Jason, who is a blogger, uh, academic, all these guys are in there. All right? I don't listen to none of their stuff. But I, I went into the thing. I sat and I listened for about a good 15 minutes. And then sure enough, wifey comes like, yo, babe, listen, did you hear about? Yep. He's now on Clubhouse. Yep. Okay, yep. I saw that, babe. Yep. Yep. So now, <laughs> you know said now I'm able to even dialogue in the conversation with her because she's also willing to have my conversations about, you know, business, about launching, about funnels, about these, you know, th- these type of things. Right. Because, you know, that's that's the give and take that I'm trying to create. When we stop those things is when we get to the conversations of like you don't listen to me or you don't. Uh, one of the feedback I got from her, what, what was this, two months ago when we started this, was I need you to be an active participant on conversations that you may not be interested in. Oh, and I was like, ah, okay, that's that's that's. That's big. That's big, that's bro. Huge, right? That's yeah. Huge, right. So what you're saying is, oh, if you if you like the conversation, you participate. However, if you don't, then you're not going. You're just gonna kind of, you know, still keep continue doing what you're doing, or you may cut me out, or you may end it shortly, or you may do the little. Oh, okay, okay, yep, 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 and then keep moving. So now I'm just trying to be more intentional with that, because if not. If I shut you down, then what happens is you want to stop talking to me. This is how we get into the roommate mode. Will you stop talking to me and you stop? So even the stuff that I'm interested in that you want to talk to me about, you're like, I ain't talking to you about that either. Right. Matter of fact, I don't even want to talk to you. Period. I don't even like you right now. I don't even like you. Right. And that that goes into. Go ahead, Ren. I saw you trying to get. Okay, I was about to say, and that goes into, um, you know, the love like situation. Like hey, your wife or your husband can love you, but in the moment they can be like, "Yo, I don't even like you, though." That's for real. That's I for real. do not like you, and th- it's the it's the not liking that truly causes that roommate feeling and that disconnect. It's yep. the fact that no, I love you, and I have love for you, and I'll still uh, I sacrifice for you. I'll still talk, but I do not like you. Like I'm not trying to have ex. Extended conversation with you. Right, I'm not right. trying. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's a few things. I'm not trying to laugh at your jokes. I'm not trying to. Because all of a sudden, my jokes not funny no more. How my jokes not be funny? And you ain't gonna laugh at this. Was actually a good one. And you ain't gonna laugh at this. You ain't gonna laugh at my joke. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or things like where you used to send me the funny memes. I can get like two or three of those a day. Now, 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 I don't get no funny memes. It's like yo, because I don't like you. You, yep. you when you don't like somebody, you don't interact with them in that same way. So, but you know that takes a lot. But do you know that takes a lot of energy? It is to stay in that place of not liking, right? Yeah. Like you can be in a room full of people that you love, having a great time, and then the one person walk in the room that you don't like. We allow them to take that energy, and we shift the whole atmosphere. Now we all jacked up. So you're absolutely right, man. So you got to be intentional, like. You guys know me, like if I shut down, I'm like, bro, I, I'm very energetic. 
high energy, love people the whole nine. Yeah. So like for me, like not to talk to you and don't like, yo, that's a lot of energy for me. Like this right here is easy. Like just talking and being energetic, but to not talk and not be involved. Like, yo, that takes a lot of energy. Yeah. And it's stressful. Yeah. It's stressful. I gotta keep reminding myself why I'm mad and yes, bro. Yes, man. Yes. Then you got some dudes on the side saying, Yo, did you take care of that yet? Did you take care of that? (laughs) Stop talking to me. Hey, you you, you throwing shots. (laughs) You shooting shots right now, Sean. Hey, we all hear Sean up like, Yo, you talk to your wife yet? You you, you handle that yet? And he was still defiant, though. He didn't do it that night. He still did it on his own terms. But right. Like, but, hey. He did. Hey, I was like, I want to be stubborn right now. I told you I want to be stubborn. And I know it wasn't right, but I had to get it right. You right. Know? Hey, salute to you, bro, for making that happen, though, man. You know, so the time had to be right, bro. But but you know what that reminds me of, man? Um, So I'm, I'm going to just throw my roommate under the bus in college, man, my dude, Trey. Cause you know this dude was hot and cold, man. If he if he liked you, he was like, you know, what I'm saying all all about you. If he didn't like you, bro, he he would shun you off. But he had this open and closed door policy. We knew that if Trey shut his door, he wasn't messing with us. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and and you don't want that with your wife, right? We walk it in your house, bro, and now you got a situation where her door is shut. Right. She's not allowing you to come in and, and talk to her and speak to her because you you she, you know, the whole time she's been trying to, um, you know, create peace and create connections. And you've been kind of shunning her off because, you know, you only want to you know what, what's important to you is what's important to you and what's not. You don't want anything to do with it. And so that's what we want to avoid, bro, because, you know, I mean, if you want to talk true roommate status, that's true roommate status. When your wife just uh, starts shutting that door on you and not letting you in, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, some I, have you guys ever seen the movie uh, Click with Adam Sandler? Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. yeah. Basically, if for those that didn't see it, man, this guy had a remote control. So anytime he didn't want to talk to his wife or be engaged in a conversation, he would just fast forward. Right. <laughs> then you, he, he, right. He was just fast forward. Right. And then he got to a point. Where he had no real connection with his wife and with his kids. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He was just basically going through the motions of life. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And so when he get to a point where his wife needed to connect with him on something important, he had no recollection. He couldn't even engage and communicate with his Ooh. wife because he was good, oh, man. Hey, Ren, I see you. And so, you know. The, the fact of the matter is, man, is is if we're not engaged in these conversations, our wife may be speaking to us, speaking something that's very important. And if we don't engage, we may not be able to react when we need to the way that she needs us to react, you know, the next time it comes up. And so, you know, that's why it's important to have these conversations, important to engage and co- important to not, you know, kind of shun your wife off or your kids off to say, you know, this ain't important to me. So I'm not going to listen because. You know, when it's time, bro, you don't want to look back and be like, man, I wasted all this life, all this time where I could really be building intentional, you know, connections with my family. And then you look up and realize that you haven't you haven't made not one. So so how do we so we've identified, you know, a lot of the problems that that get us here, such as, you know, us being selfish, us 
not having our priorities lined up, you know, just us letting the the, the grind, you know, kind of trump everything else. Um, for those people that are in this roommate space, they're there now. Like I'm kind of in that or or I'm, I'm leaning into that. What does that conversation look like? Because we know one thing that I know God likes for us to, to make that first move, even when you don't feel like, you know, even if you feel like your spouse is the one that's that's in the wrong even more. We're the one that put like this more on stuff. God just sees it all the same, but we think, no, she did this or he did this. So even when you feel like your spouse is in the wrong, what should that conversation look like to really break through that disconnect that's happening, right? I'll give you guys an example of what I think you should do. Like if you're a man and you're in that situation, I think one of the things that you should do is, you know, you should go to your spouse and you should go to her and say, you know what? Hey, sweetheart, um, I want to talk to you for a second. Um, first of all, um, I recognize that things have been off between us, right? And it feels like there's a disconnection, the eye contact, everything just feels kind of weird. We haven't really been connecting. And one thing that I want to do is I want to acknowledge the fact that I was wrong because I even allowed this to take place, right? I One thing that I'll admit, sweetheart, is that I've been very selfish. I've been kind of caught in my own thoughts and, and I really kind of shut down. I haven't been talking to you. And I'm pretty sure that that's making you feel disrespected. I'm pretty sure that's making you feel not heard. It's making you feel not valued. And none of that stuff is right. And, and, and I should never put you in a situation like that. And so that being said, I first of all, just want to apologize. And I'm sorry for putting you in that situation and even disrespecting you. Yeah. I, I'm very, very sorry for that because I know how much you thrive off of connection. I know how much you thrive off of us synergizing together. Yeah. And I allow my actions to really sabotage that. So now here, here's where we have to prepare people for Richard. And we got to move into Kuna, um, uh, our final perspectives. So we're going to have to do a part two to this joint. But what we need to prepare people for is most of the time people are going to do that but they're expecting for their spouse to do the same back. And that's, that's the blow. That's the hard blow to deal with is when I put myself out there and be vulnerable, like my man junior even said, like, yo, there's a stubbornness in me and it's very hard to put my pride aside. And then when I finally do it, you hit me with the, okay. All right. Well, thank you. It's like, hold on, you ain't got nothing you need to, you know, and I, I get it. We can't go into it expecting that behavior. But if we don't get that, then it then it's like, well, are you saying that where we are right now is all on my shoulders? Is that what we're saying? And that's what it will start to feel like, which in return causes that resentment from me or whoever is going to to reconcile. You see what I'm saying? No, I, I think you're saying 100 percent. And I think that's that's good that you made them aware of that. Like like when if I take that approach, I'm doing that. I'm doing that, number one, because I'm being obedient. And the fact that I'm obedient, God is going to cover that. Even if I don't get the reaction from her, what I've noticed is that when I'm obedient, God will put those heaping coals on my wife's head. Like yeah. it happened many a times or vice versa. So you are doing that. You might not get that receipt or it might not be reciprocated right then and there. But just knowing that you're doing that in the right heart, you're 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 beginning to fight now with love and forgiveness, 
and that is going to put you on the right track. But I agree. Don't do it thinking that, okay, if I do this, we all good. She's going to give me the reaction that I want. Sometimes you might get that right away. Right. Sometimes you might not. But what I'm encouraging them to do is, like Pastor Brooks even said, like, I don't want you to come at this blaming them and pointing the finger at them. You come and this is how you get them to lower their, this is how you get them to, to, to put their guard down when you own your responsibility in it, right? You're right. my example in that part. And that's ultimately what I was trying to get them to understand. That's good. All right. So at this time, we're going to move over into our final perspectives. And for, for the listeners, that final perspective means that uh, at this time, we're going to we're going to give our perspectives on here are the key points and takeaways from us that we feel like you should take away from this particular podcast. And then we're going to move into cool, not cool. So definitely want you all to stay around for cool, not cool, where you get to we're going to give you a scenario and then you got to tell us, was this cool or was it not cool? All right. So, um, Sean, can you kick us off with your final perspective? Yep. My, mine would definitely be my final perspective, man, is that you just have to refocus your focus. Right. So that way you are not becoming a roommate to your spouse It's just refocusing your focus. Like you can focus on the wrong things, cause you to become distracted like Peter, yeah. who was walking on a promise. Right. And got distracted. Yo. And look what happened. Right. So your thing is to re-energize or to revive your marriage. Refocus your focus. Yeah, that's good. I would say my um, final perspective is uh, do the thing that, you know, you should be doing that you're struggling to do. Uh, Great example is what I've already said. Right. Is you know that your spouse is not right or they're not in their natural behavior. You see it, but you disregard it or ignore it or whatever. Go ahead and give them that that space to be able to say, hey, are you good? Hey, I noticed this and give them the opportunity to. I get it. It's a little game where they're like, nothing's wrong. All right. But go ahead and say, no, there's something wrong. I'm here to have the conversation. Don't do the out. Well, let me know when you're ready to talk. Hit them with the no. Come on. Was it? What is it? You know, and then. But on the other hand, I also don't want you to fully rely on that. I need you, the person that is hurt or feeling some type of way. I need you to go ahead and stop um, praying that your spouse wakes up and be able to read your mind. (laughs) Just go ahead and be like, look, hey, I'm feeling some type of way. Um, can we talk? Right. So I think that can we talk for a minute? All right. You know what I'm saying? Get into that joint. And that will be my final perspective on this particular podcast. We're going to keep this part two going. All right. Rand, give us your final perspective. Yeah, man. So uh, my final perspective is just to reiterate the fact that, uh, you know, I, I believe every relationship, again, is going to go through seasons of of of, uh, you know, being roommates with your spouse. And so if you understand that, I need you guys to learn to guard against that by understanding those triggers, you know, whether it be, you know, it is, you know, whether it be, um, you know, jobs or it could be the kids or whether it be arguments, you know, understand that if you have those triggers now learn to guard against it by, you know, implementing, you know, consistent behaviors, you know, have a show with your wife, uh, make sure be intentional about not mm-hmm. falling asleep on the couch. You know, uh, make sure that you have those date nights and things of that sort, because, again, it's going to happen. 
it all, you know, and it's up to you on how you are able to, to manage through it. Mm. That's good. That's good. I would probably say, you know, what's, what's just in my gut right now is just to say, would you rather, would you rather be right or, or have a relationship with your spouse or be heard? Yeah, for or sure. Be heard. It's like, sometimes again, we feel justified in that roommate status because we feel like maybe there's some things that our spouse is doing that we ain't rocking with or we don't like it. And so because we feel like it's their fault, we won't make the first move. We'll have this unforgiveness and we'll stand on that and we'll wait for them to, to come around. Like you see me over here, like we'll wait for them to come around and we'll, and we'll literally sacrifice the relationship because there are times where God will still I, there's times where even though you feel like your wife is in the wrong, God is still nudging you and telling you to make the first move. He's telling yeah. you in the relationship yeah. telling you to go and pray with your wife, but you'd rather be right. Stop. Right. Hey, I want to say, Shark, stop, stop telling Sean's business. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Hey, you wrong for that, bro. You so Yo, he was in his pulpit to, sh- to to take shots. You see that, bro? He's using his pulpit to, to convict you. I'm just saying, though, sometimes, sometimes it's just the way it is. But it's not about being right. It's about being obedient. I just thought what we talked about in our, you know, in our text, supposed to stay amongst us. Right. Exactly, <laughs> bro. He, he's throwing oh. shots at all of us, for real. Like, yeah, okay. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Hey, hey, shout out to Apostle Brooks. We actually got to, we got to have, we got to have Apostle Brooks on. I got to be dropping knowledge. Yeah, that'd be a crazy, I think that'd be a crazy podcast. You got to reach out to him. Yeah. Try, re, re, reach out. Let's get him on here. Um. All right. So let's move to cool not cool. All right. I'm I'm eager. Shard said um Shard said he's he's got a cool not cool for us. Yeah. Um I'm ready to hear this joint. Let's rock. I got I got a cool not cool. I want to know there's actually two of them. I'll probably just do this one. Since we're on this whole roommate situation, you know, I want to know. I was listening to this uh this Kevin Hart situation, right? And What's he said thing? he said something to his wife, and I want to know. You know, was this cool or not cool for him to say this to his wife? Okay, because we might be operating like this on a different, on a five, on a you know four thousand square foot level. He's operating with this on a forty thousand square foot level. Meaning, know you know, his know. wife, his wife is living very lavishly, forty thousand square foot home. Oh he has zero bills to pay. There's really nothing that she has to do but just live really and just kick it right and so she was upset with him because she's like there's no intimacy and the sex ain't good right now and so he flat out told his wife look you can either have good sex and i'm gonna just paraphrase he didn't actually say good sex he said something else but he said you can either have good sex or this lifestyle <laughs> don't get both oh you ain't getting both you're not going to get both, right? You need to have good sex or have this lavish lifestyle. Hey, first of all, I think we need to start with, first of all, which one of us agrees with the statement? And then we can talk about, and then we can talk about whether it's cool or not cool. Right. Hey, I want to hear from the listeners, too. We're going to two-part this one. All right. <laughs> first of all, the first question is, 
Kevin Hart told his wife, yo, <laughs> you can have this lavish lifestyle or good sex. You can't have both of them. You're going to have to choose. Okay, first of all, do you agree with that? I need I need to I need to... <laughs> listen, I need y'all to tell me if you agree. Listen, type in a one if you agree or a two if you don't agree. Okay. Right. I agree with Kevin Hart. I agree with him. Look, yeah, you can have you can't have good sex and this lifestyle. That's the one. I'll type in a two if no, he bogus. Like, no, I don't agree with that. All right, let's vote. Where you, what do you what do you friend? You agree? You agree <laughs> with him or no? <laughs> You agree? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna have to give it a one, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, it's I haven't said my cool, not cool, but I do. Hey, I gotta you agree, said, bro. <laughs> you said, hey, Andre Bookshay, he just agree. Hey, I'm gonna go with the two as as well. Uh, uh, Sean, what do you say? What do you say? I, I say two. I say two. And I then, Sean, where you at? <laughs> Man, I'm at a 1.5, bro. <laughs> you can't have a 1.5, bro. Bro, he's at a one. I already know how Sharp feels. He's like, look, if I'm listen, hey, okay, here, here's his thing. If you're walking around on 40 acres, <laughs> you, better, you better take this. You better take whatever you get over here. <laughs> hey, bro. Listen, I'm gonna go with the two on that. Hey, Kevin Hart in commercials. He's doing charity. He's doing movies. He's doing comedy bits. She just made him have two babies after his kids was dug on the road. Oh, she made him. All over oh, oh. Did you hear what he said? She you made him. Get our following going down here, Rand. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, let's do cool, not cool Um, on that joint. Is it cool that he even presented this? Even though I gave it a one, I, I got to say not cool. You don't tell your wife that, bro. You try to give her everything that you can. That's why she married you, because she saw you know special gifts in you. And that's why you married her, because you felt like, um, you know, there was something special in her to be able to handle, you know, everything that you've presented. To her. So, hey, listen, this is all I'm saying, bro. Listen. We've talked about this, right? Like, Kevin Hart, like, Hart said, look, you can get you can get some good D once a month. You pick the date. He said, you can get on the eighth of the month. I'm a, I'm a, I got you on the eighth. Yes, but if you want days, right. So not cool. Hey, not cool. I know we run a short on time. I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and uh give yours. Mine is not cool. I, I go mine is not mine is not cool. I think it's cool that he he made the statement. Yeah. I think it's okay that he's made the statement. Um, but if if she's not in agreement, then that's what are not cool for me. If she's like, nah, Pimpin, I need them both, then okay, you gotta work out both of them. But however, if him feeling like, look, hey, look, I'm about to give you the world out here, girl. Listen, I, I just need I just need you to not expect for me to be slanging this this D around right now. If that's how he's feeling, I, I think it's cool for him to express himself hey, that way. Pastor Brooks said, "I'm going to work in the vineyard and put in work and put in work in the vineyard. I'm oh, yeah. a dresser, and no one else will dress my vine." That's hey, good. That's good. Right. Hey, that's, I that's good. hey, my man says so. I'm the only one slanging in here, right. so. What do you think, Shark? Cool, not cool. They even present it. I'm a, I'm a definitely, 
I actually have respect for him for it was something about when he said that. I don't know why it almost just made me feel free. You felt it in your shanana, huh? You felt it in your shanana. Like, I kind I'm like, man, he actually said that. Like, who yeah. said that? Yeah, yeah. He said, I think it was cool for the fact that he being real. He like, look, like I'm all over. The, like, I can't. That's because both of those require a lot of energy. Like, if right. you like. Like he said, like if once a month, like and in one comedy show, he said once a month, but the woman ain't wanting that. She ain't wanting that good stuff just once a month. Like she wants that consistent flow. Right. That right. Require, uh, it requires a lot of energy to bring that. Right. And right. it requires a lot of energy, especially if she's not, she doesn't have to work or anything neither. So she's just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? So, so all you, you, you're only relaxing. And now let me not even say that because you got four kids. You you're not relaxing. Kids, but you get you get to work out and and watch what you're eating. So you're prepared. Your stamina is on a whole nother level. So you saying when I come to the crib, it's like, hey, okay, I can I got some lazy D for you. Or <laughs> but if you it's like I got some laziness for you. But if you want if you want the, the eighth of the month type of D. Then I can't I can't go out here and give you this <laughs> words. I'm sending some oil over there for you. I'm sending some I'm sending some oil. I'm not saying I agree with. It. I'm saying what Kevin. <laughs> this is what Kevin Hart said. He said what Kevin Hart is saying. So also, yeah, no, I'm I'm a two all day. Like yo, I can give him. I'm gonna give you both. Y'all know I I am like I want give you both. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So I was. Yeah, so you I get was, both. You get both of them. <laughs> I'm gonna say he was being it was it was he was being real and how he felt, but I'm gonna say ultimately it's not cool. Because right. you know, again, self-centeredness is the number one cause of conflict. It's still being selfish that you would think you must feel like you entitled to to that type of posture, to have that pot. Look, I'm making money, so I can just really do what I want to do. You live like this. When I come to you, you be ready and you better take what I'm gonna give you. And that means that she's settling, and that's not cool. She shouldn't have to do that. Right, right. So, hey, yo, this is a good, this is a good, fun, uh, cool, not cool, right here. Um, you all let us know what you think. Was it cool? Hold on. Pastor Brooks said, if you, if you don't put something in the, he said, if you don't put something in the oven to rise, someone else may see her without her Levi's. Is <laughs> <laughs> a poet? Is a poet out here? Like, no, don't worry. We'll we'll keep the oven full. Okay, we'll you know we'll keep the light on for you. Okay, that's before you yeah. know there'll be a, there'll be a little young twenty five year old entanglement situation happening. Oh, hey, bro. I, I'm not living like Kevin Hart, so my wife ain't got to worry about that. But <laughs> hey, hey, listen, you think I know we got to go. The entanglement came from with the little young brother, bro. <laughs> but think about uh, I saw this one interview where they were like, "Man, this is how some of the broke men." pay their bills right <laughs> like only thing they have to do is work out and make sure they slinging this d right and then you know what I'm saying? they're getting bills paid bro so it's like that's all tax they have to vote on coming up what'd you say i said tax season is on the way oh bro watch what happened bro there's 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 a guy working out right now getting ready for tax season bro <laughs> he's not getting his summer body or a female that they're like, now nah, I'm not focused on my summer body. I'm about to get my tax season body ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
Let's go, y'all. All right, so, yeah, this is another week of the Mel's Perspective. We will see you all next week. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's Salute. Go.